0: Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likuta Eloha is Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Parshas Vayetze. Tov Shem Pei Today is the Yortzite of my Rebbe, Moiriv Rebbe, Horav Rebbe Tzviarye, Ben Siyem, Rebbe Yisrael Abba Zechran And we dedicate the learning, Le'ivoy Nishmasoy, and Le'ivoy Nishmas, Rebbe Liesa, Rebbe Nosni Yaakov, Yente Frad Rebbe Bas, Rebbe Avrom, Tzipkorivka Bas, Raphilil, and all the other Neshama'is that need an Eloi Neshama. I believe today is also the art site of the Basayin, one of the great Sadiqim. And we dedicate the learning for a complete refuah Shalema for all those that need it, including Chavivachana Basgalya, Rochel Basgalya, Noyanachama Basgalya, Hindusheva Rochel, David Shimshon Ben Soraleya. Menachem ben Rishabasha, Chaya Brocha bas Daniel Borach ben Sora, Gitgenendel bas sipoira, Libale bas sipoira, Dovidle ben Sheena, Shleimer ben Rifkisprinzer, Borach Mordechai ben Tali, Dina bas Tali, Nasen Yehuda ben Avigail <coughs> Brocha bashirid Voyra, Idis bas, bas Miriam Brindle, Michal Sora bas Hadassah, Sori Hudus basori, Hudus Ruchoma bas Havarus, Besir Shar Israel. We're continuing in Chelek Shani of Yeridea, Hilchas Orla, Halacha Paragraph Yud Beis. Rav Nosanzal started speaking about the holiday of Sukkot, how it's a continuation of what's taking place, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Aserah Paragraph Yud Beis, Vialkein Mesachachin B'Psoyles Based on what we've been learning here, and based on Chapter One in the second half of Likutimran, which this halacha is based on, we could understand why the schach, which is the most important part of the sukkah, is from psoilus, from the waste matter of the crops. K'maysham Rabbi Senusal, as the Gemara points out in Sukkah, be goiren yek v'yakev hakosu medaber. The pasuk is speaking about the waste matter. Of the, of the granary and of the, the vines that that's what's used for this is also one of the signs that shows us that Hashem is judging us in a favorable way based on our place based on Hashem knowing where we're at Ze mekoyim hatvua, because the waste matter of the grain is the place in which the grain is located. Lamosho, for example, chito hagdei lemenores wheat that grows from the ground. Anuroyin she'en hachito biatzmo yotze kaviyos menores. We see that the wheat doesn't come out of the ground like like a kernel of wheat. Rak yoitse hakash vahashi First, the stalk comes out of the ground. And from inside that stalk, inside there we find a grain of, of, of wheat. The chius sachito vahakash. And that little grain of wheat inside of that stalk is drawing all of its energy, all of its chias via the stalk, via that psyllis that's plugged into the ground. So too, fruit that grows on a tree. The only thing that you see coming out of the ground is the tree, which is wood, just solid wood. From, that tr- roots, from the roots and the trunk of the tree come out branches. Ume ha'anofim sharvitin vi'alim, and from those branches grow leaves, and shehem gamkein eats upsaylas gomer, which is also something that's inedible. Can't use it. Umehem daika godel hapri, and from those those pieces that extend from the branches on which that orange is is attached to, or that apple, or whatever it is, from that comes forth the fruit. And the whole source of, of energy and the ability to develop of that orange or that apple is coming from that wire that's attached to it, that piece that's attached to it, that attaches to the tree, to the branch, which is attached to the tree. Nimtza shekol mekoim hapri v'chiyusay v'gidulayi So we see from here that all fruit and vegetation draws its chius via the psilus, via something that's inedible. And so too a human being is born from a droplet, a foul-smelling droplet and is developed inside the womb of the mother. And the baby, as it's developing inside the mother's womb, it's drawing all of its nutrition and all of its energy via the umbilical cord that connects it to the mother. And it's specifically inside the mother's womb via this... Via this wire, this umbilical cord, and again originating from a foul-smelling droplet, it's from this that that it's through this that we're drawing a holy neshama from the highest, highest place, from the place from which all Jewish souls were carved out, the machshava tfisa tamon kal, where no human being has any comprehension in what's doing up there, the throne of Hashem, what that's all about, which is where the souls originate from. And this again is one of the most incredible things about Hashem, one of those wondrous things. As Davar says in Tehillim, Hashem, I praise you, because you do wondrous, awesome things for me. Your actions are nifle, pelle, way beyond our comprehension. kol bebechinas klipa upri. Because Hashem created everything in this world as a combination of a husk, a klipa, a covering, and the fruit inside of it. V'hak klipa koidemis lapri. And in the development stage, and also when you're trying to get to the fruit, the, the klipa comes first. An orange, you have to peel the orange in order to get to the fruit of or the orange or the grapefruit or the whatever it is. Kayadua, as is known, v'chanira b'chush, and as we see in real life. And the Arizal speaks about this. In Likutei Torah, parashas v'yishlach. himakoyim hapri. And the klipa, the shell, the husk, is the place in which the fruit, the actual fruit, is located. Kikol Because all fruit and all grains are inside a klipo. That's where they're located. They're located inside of... That's its mokoyim. Shehem hapsoilis, which is waste. Kanir b'chush, as we see. Vezeh machmas ha-sigim kadmoen. The Arizal explains over there in Parshas Vayishlach, I believe, at the end of Parshas Vayishlach, is where you have one of the most deepest paragraphs, Kabbalistically in the entire Torah, where it speaks about the kings. That there were these kings. This king died, and the next king took over, and then that king died, and this one took over. And it's it's not Jewish kings. These are kings that existed at that time. And the Zoyar and the Sifrei Kabbalah show that in that paragraph is hidden all the secrets of creation. The whole Hishtal Soilomois, how the worlds were developed and everything. And it's over there that the Arizal explains that the reason why in all fruit and vegetation that we eat, it, it has to have the klipa before the fruit. And the Arizal says, Ze Mahmas Kadmon. This is because of the waste matter of those original kings. And all of this goes back to the constriction that Hashem had to make. In order for Hashem to create the world, Hashem had to constrict himself. To the sides to vacate an area in which in which creation could take place, that tzimtzum, that constriction of Hashem's light, is an aspect of din. Shehu ikra hamokim shall kol and it's inside of that constriction, that cholol <speaking in> haponui, <Hebrew> that's the place of the entire world and all the worlds. Kikisha olah yisborach livro because as the Arizal explains. When Hashem originally wanted to create the world, there was no place, there was no room for creation, because Hashem, the the existence was only Hashem. It was wall-to-wall Hashem. Hashem constricted the light in all four directions, and that's the beginning of Din, constriction is an aspect of Din. Opening up is a concept of Chasodim. this is the origin of Din. Nisava Labriya. And that's what created a place in which creation could, could take place. Vish Kav and Hashem drew his light into that vacant area as a kav, as a as a thin line. And this resulted and evolved in the in the creation of all the different worlds, Atsilus, Bria, Yitzira, etc. Kimavor calls there eight schaim as the Arizal explains all of this in his opening sefer eight schaim all the way in the beginning umover bet varenu come upon him and this is brought in rabin in Likutemran moran in several places Memtes, torah samachtavim nimmt so we conclude from this shekaytam hishav subriya chugr shaiet that before Hashem could actually create the worlds, there had to be a constriction. And in that constriction is where creation took place, is the place of creation. Just like that's what was needed in the beginning of creation, that's what's needed now in everything that exists in the world. Yeah. Before anything comes into the world, there is this concept. There must first be some type of a constriction before Hashem's light and and life energy can can come into something. And that simsum and that light is what creates the object, whatever it is. Again, a fruit, anything. The Yoitse and that thing comes out into the world. shehat Simsum Hu Shoy And because of the fact that in Kabbalah we're told that Simsum is the beginning, it's the root and the beginning of din, Midasadin, of the left side, judgment. Shemishom ikar achiza rachra. The Ha-Klipos, and we know that's the forces of Tuma and the Klipos. They draw from the left from Tsimsum, from Din, from the left side. <laughs> that's why Odom Arishain had to had to make a tikkun, he had to make a repair for this Tsimsom. He had to make a birur through his Tfila. This is the wording of the Arizal. But unfortunately, Adam messed up in this area by partaking from the Eitz Hadas. and from that point in time, the earth, the ground, was cursed. Zarolov Hashem issued a decree: es esev hasade, you man will eat from the vegetation of the field. You'll struggle to have bread. One of the things that's implied in this is that every good thing that's going to come out into this world is going to come dressed in garbage, in waste matter, in klipa. And the klipa always precedes the actual fruit. Vise kol avoidosenu kol yomenu and rab nelson Zal says this is our mission this is our life's work throughout our entire life levarer kol hadvorim meha klepois vahpsolis to remove all the good things from its klepa from its husk from its shell Shekodmulohem, which came before the actual fruit or the, the grain of wheat. Umachma shehaklipa ma'oid because of the fact that the klipa, the husk is very much attached to the actual fruit. The kodmulohem, and it came before it also. Alkein be'emes That's what makes this so difficult umachmaser rabem necholam baze hayvam and unfortunately for this reason many people in this world end up messing up ve neiflam lamokem shenayf ma and they fall down to whatever low places they fall down rakhat sadikim hu giboyre koyach she hay mez it's only the true sadikim who are so powerful and so strong that they succeed in defeating their Yetzirah, Haim Mevarin Hakoil. They succeed in doing all the Birurim, in, in separating the good from the bad, the fruit from the Klippa, in all cases. Veloizu <laughs> Afsu. Not only that, but in addition, shehem betoikef tzedkason These tzaddikim, through all of their wonderful good deeds and everything, they are able to arouse Hashem's kindness on us. Sheyochus that Hashem should have rachmanes on us. and Hashem shouldn't judge us based on our actions. But rather, Hashem should look at where we are. Look where we are, Hashem. We're in this junkyard, in this world that has so much horror in it, so much garbage in it. And Hashem looks at each and every individual person's place. <inaudible> Through what places did this person come into the world? Who were their parents? Who were their grandparents? Were they all religious? Were they all observant along the way? And if they weren't, that certainly has an effect on the child that's produced or the grandchild. It has an effect on making it more difficult for that child or grandchild to come close to Hashem. Because hu hubekinas ha Because just showed us an incredible thing. That when we talk about the place where a person is, that's the that's the cli that's the klipa. That's the klipa, as we showed that every fruit and every grain of every piece of grain or anything is inside a place, and the place is klipa. The place is psilis. And by the tzaddikim highlighting this and 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 showing this to Hashem. This enables Hashem to judge us favorably. This is why the Pussek says after the Mabel Hashem says, I will never again strike all of mankind like I just did. Why? Because I know that these people have a Yetzirah from their youth. And the Medrash says, That the word Mena'urav could mean from their youth. The word Lina'er means to move. From the moment the baby moved out of its mother's womb, The location is what played a major role in the sin. Because the child comes out of such a a place, an unclean place. A person goes to the bathroom, a person relieves themselves from that same location, and that's where the baby comes out. So that that the, look where we 're coming from, as Domel says in Tehillim, I was created from sin, and with from sin, my mother brought me forth. So we see that there is this baggage that a person has before they come out into the world, before they even step down. And and make their first steps in this world. And and this has a, this plays a factor in what makes it so difficult for, for us to be good, to serve Hashem properly. And, and there are very few that are Zahrabit Sadiqim, Sadiqim Amitiyim. Vizesh and esachachin Bebsoilis Daika. And now we understand why the schach on the Sukkah, the covering on the sukkah is made from psoilus, from bamboo sticks, or from, from branches and things, things that people normally throw away. They don't, there's nothing, can't eat it, can't really do anything with it. Because Rav Nelson Sal just showed us and explained to us that the Psoilus is the place of each person. And this is what enables Hashem to judge all of us with tremendous kindness based on each and every one of our place, places. Because remember, Hashem is the place of the entire world. So He knows and understands all the different Mokons, each person's Mokons. Shekolzeir hubechina sukkah. All of this is related to sukka, as we discussed in the previous year. Vazai kishamis borach dono isanu lekavzhus. I demikamishol kolechot shuapsaylis shegorim loilachdoi. And then, when Hashem judges us favorably as a result of realizing our place, which is psaylis, which played a role in causing us to sin, nimtzah shenisapchin ha'avoynois leshuoyois. Hashem judges us favorably. He accepts our tfiwa, He accepts our tshuva. And our sins get converted into mitzvahs. This is an example of a person going down. You think they're going down, but they're pushing down on a diving board. And when you push down on a diving board, when you push far down enough, boom, the thing jumps up very high up. Because it's specifically through that husk and waste matter that precedes the fruit. And we're learning here that that's the source and cause of all the sins. That's what gets Hashem to have Rachmanus on us and judge us alkain nasame hapsoilez daikor sakh kodosh shehu ikkar hasukkah and that's why it's from this waste matter that this becomes holy sakh which is the most important part of the sukka ki ikkar hasukkah liskay slat on oisei bekhin as mekoy moy shlayam bekhin as kisei ze nasah alitei hapsoilez daikor because the whole, the main function of the sukkah, which is to help us be judged favorably by Hashem, who is mekoyim shalodim, who is the kisseyakov, and that's accomplished through the Psoilus, which is the klipa, which precedes the fruit, which is the place of every person. As a result of Hashem looking at the place of each and every one of us, the location. Vidano isano lekafshus, and and thereby judging us favorably, umahapeh who avoinos and Hashem converts the sins into mitzvahs. Uh, 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 uh. question in the chat. So is the mother looked upon as Klippa and psyllus in the same way as the peel of an orange? Chas chas v'shalem. What we said is that the exact location in a woman from which the baby comes forth, that's the place from which the woman releases psyllus The waste matter of the body comes from there, from the woman, from the man. That's where that's where a child comes from. That's the Mokim from which we come from. Oh, referring specifically to that area. Since we're on the way to Hanukkah, today is 11 days in Kislev. we're on the way to Hanukkah, something related to this that Rabbi Enizal points out in Likud chapter 14. Rabbi Enizal says there that the time for lighting Hanukkah candles is... From when the stars come out, sakoi until people are no longer walking around in the marketplace. Achetichle Regel Min Hashuk. explains in that chapter in Likud Imran that Koichavim, stars, who are the stars of the Jewish nation? There's a posik, Umazdikei Rabbim Kakoychavim. Those people who are able to be matzik the rabbim, those tzaddikim who are able to justify and and defend the multitude of Jews. To be matzik someone means to show how they're not wrong. What they didn't do, what they did wasn't really so bad. It wasn't wrong, that kind of thing. That's called lehatzik. So the Matsdike Rapim are compared to stars. The stars refers to those tzaddikim who have the ability to see the good in everybody and to defend everybody to Hashem. And and at Shetichle Regel men Hashuk, Regel refers to those people who speak evil, who speak negatively, the Miraglim, the spies. Or there's a pasuk Loy, He didn't speak haro, with his tongue. So regel is marames to bad speech, speaking evil, making machlokes, those kind of things. Rabbeinu Azal tells us that that's what the Hanukkah candles are all about. The Hanukkah candles are the light of the tzaddik, the light of the tzaddikim. What is the light of the tzaddik? It's what we're learning about here. It's their ability to see the good in everybody and to defend everybody before Hashem. And one of the best defenses that they have is what Rabbi Nezal defines over there in chapter 1, in the second half of Likut Imran, which this halacha is based on, where Rabbi Nezal says, Mokayim, Mokayim, that it's, it's, the, uh, it's you can't judge somebody until you're in that person's place. If you are in that person's place, you would understand why they made the mistakes, why they're doing the things wrong. The Gemara tells an incredible, incredible story. The Gemara says one of the rabbis of the Gemara, one of the greatest rabbis in the Gemara, finished his shir that he was giving on a particular day, and he said to his students, tomorrow we will discuss our friend Menashe. Menashe was one of the kings of the Jewish people who was an idol worshipper, a major Russia who who worshipped idols and got other people to worship idols. I believe there's an opinion that he's one of the people that doesn't get to Olam Haba in the Mishnah in Sanhedrin and the last parak in Chalik. So so the, the Gemara says, that night this rabbi had a dream and he saw Menashe, the king Menashe, in his dream. And Menashe said to him, who, who do you think you are to refer to me as your friend? I'm your friend? The rabbi looked at him incredulously. You know, you are not the greatest tzaddik uh, of, of the world. The, the Torah teaches us you were a Russia, an idol worshiper, etc., etc. Menashe said to him, listen carefully. If you were living during my time, when the Eitzahara was so powerful you would have been running much quicker than me. You would have been ahead of me in the race to get to the idols. That kind of terminology the Gemara uses. See, here we see an incredible, incredible lesson. We're looking at somebody who the Torah describes as a Russia Marusha super idol worshiper. And, and yet the Gemara tells us that when Hashem decided he had enough of Menashe, he was once hunting and everything, and he got lost, and a group of cannibals found him. And they said, wow, he would make a delicious lunch. So they put up a big pot with water on on a fire, built a big, big fire, and put him inside. And they started cooking him. And Manasseh realized what was about to happen. So he started calling out to his whole list of idols that he had worshipped and saying, if you're anything, save me. And if you don't save me now, I'll know that you're just nothing. You're a lie. You're a piece of garbage. He went through his whole list. No one saved them, and it was starting to get a little hotter. And then by process of elimination, he said, Okay, Hashem, now it's your turn. If you are real, if you exist, let's see you save me. If you save me, I'll know that you're real, you exist. If you don't, I'll think you're just like the rest of them. And the Gemara says, Hashem made a miracle that suddenly a whole army troop came running in on horses, and the cannibals saw them, they got scared, they ran away, and Manasseh was saved. The Gemara says that when Manasseh said this tefillah, the, the malachim heard him, they saw this tefillah coming, and they said, let's block this, let's make sure that this ugly, horrible, disgusting prayer doesn't get to Hashem. This Rosh Marusha, what a filth, what a chutzpah to say to Hashem. First he goes through his whole list of idols, and then he says, Hashem, if you don't help me now, I'll know you're just like the rest of them. So please save me. And the Gemara says, Hashem dug a tunnel from the Kisei Hakovoid, from the throne of Hashem, in order to receive Menashe's feel in order to accept Menashe's Tfilah. So we see how far this goes. We have no idea whatsoever of, of what levels of kindness Hashem has and what levels of kindness that Sadiqim have. Rabbi Nezal says, Ki Who are the ones who are qualified to be leaders of Klal Yisrael? Those who have real Rachmonas. We should be zircheh that these Sadiqim who have the Rachmonas should defend us now, should defend Klal Yisrael they know where we're at, they know where we're coming from, and Hashem should put an end to all of these suffering. Baruch of the Gashmias that Klal Yisrael is going through. Should be to see the Amein I'm scheduled to be traveling next week from Sunday night. The next Likud Alakashir that we'll have will be Thursday morning in Yitzhishem, Eretz Israel time. Because I'm sorry, Sunday, Sunday we'll still have the shear. I'm traveling Sunday night, but from Monday morning till Wednesday we will not have the shear. I hope I'll be Zukh again Thursday to continue. Wishing everybody a wonderful Shabbos, keep in mind please any mitzvahs that a person does today should be a schus for Horav Tzviar and Siem Reb Yisrael Abba and all the other Kedoshim that needs the Amen. Baruch Hashem.